This is EVQuest New Shorts Weekend Edition, highlighting recent EV news, headlines from New Zealand, Australia and around the world. Included in this episode, sales on now, new EVs now available, and Mercedes says yes, but not now, a bit later. G'day, I'm Adrian Maidman and joining me as usual on the weekend is Riz Actor from Carloop, based in Melbourne, Australia. Hello Riz. Hey Adrian, as always, good to be on. Yes, good to have you back again for another week. Thought we might as well uh, just get straight into it with um, sales. Sales, um, probably New Zealand's still a bit of a we're a bit of a gloomy kind of mood on the EVs after the you know the discount's still gone. That seems to be impacting a bit. And there's been some recent um, discounts. Volkswagen slashed their prices on the ID4 and ID5. The ID4 Pro. It's now priced from fifty nine 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 zero plus on road costs. That's a twenty grand saving. While the ID five is priced from sixty nine four nine zero plus on road costs, a nineteen grand saving. And also, the ID five will be discontinued in New Zealand. That is quite interesting because it looks like um, what we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, Adrian, when we touched on the fact that. EV sales have slumped a little bit in New Zealand in January because of the clean car discount no longer being around. And we sort of said, hey, maybe the manufacturers will step up and actually start discounting because if they can't move cars, they've got to find a way of doing that, which is what's starting to happen with, as you mentioned, Volkswagen. Here in Australia, we've had something similar. Subaru Solterra, before they've had customer deliveries, late last week, they basically discounted the vehicle by up to $8,000 on the base variant before customers have even received deliveries of their cars. And it's not the first one. Ford Mustang Mark E did something very similar in December. Before customers received their cars, they cut prices by thousands. So this discounting, it seems to be happening everywhere now. Yes, yes. I have reviewed the Solterra, so you can check out my review on YouTube. It's, I quite yes. liked it. But yeah, it's probably a bit of, it might be a combination of, you know, sales are down, but also maybe just sorting out the correct prices for an EV. You know, the, generally they are quite high, aren't they? Mm. So uh, maybe it's just trying to find out the market price more. Well, they keep saying Tesla slashes prices. So it, it seems that now every other manufacturer has to do something if they want to compete with tesla they can't be a tesla killer if they're not selling it. yeah yeah like you said you sent me that link about the peugeot here was also they were having a uh, i've got a sale on now it was on the demonstrator model of the um e208, E208. Yeah, yeah yeah so it's, See, um, you're, adrian you're talking about all these cars we haven't even seen here we haven't got a peugeot e208 we haven't got a volkswagen id4 or 5 and I also heard, I think Skoda's done something similar with Enyaq as well in New Zealand, and we still don't have a Skoda Enyaq here. Yeah, they followed on from Volkswagen with the same parent yeah. company. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the sales data for February, because that'll be soon to see if anything has slightly picked up. Let's go to some positives, some new new, new model arrivals. Well, I just had a look at the EX30 uh, this morning, and that was impressive. That looks good. Impressive interior. Um, had a little bit of a go in the driving seat, um, handles well, very responsive. So I think that's actually going to go well. And the first shipment's already sold out, apparently. Yeah, so those of you that aren't aware, EX30 is from uh, Volvo's smallest electric car. So they'll be launching that 
in both markets. I guess in New Zealand it's already there. So yeah, I'm glad to hear that it seems to be a good little car, Adrian, given it's Volvo's first ground-up electric car, not based on a petrol model. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just looking at it, you can sort of see the technological advancement on the on what they've got at the moment, well, the previous sort of electric version. So I think it'll go it'll be a bit of a hit. Um, and also the Polestar 4 is available now as well. So it's available to order, and I'm assuming it's coming later in 2024? Yeah, so it's in New Zealand and Australia. And that's got mm. the, the different no rear window, put a camera out there kind of thing going on. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I guess it's not much different to, I think you've driven the Kia EV9 or actually sat in it and you've seen that they've got those digital side mirrors, which are basically cameras that showcase what's happening out there on a, on a screen inside the car. So this is this is taking that one step forward by having your whole rear view mirror, a fully digital one. And the Hyundai Ioniq 5N. That's available in Australia. It is. It's starting to, um, I think customer deliveries will be starting soon. And I heard that Hyundai's been doing a few track days with a few journos. And yeah, seems to be a bit of a track car, a bit of something that, you know, we haven't had too many of. So yeah, for anyone with over 120000 Australian dollars for a drive away, Hyundai Ioniq 5N, it's, uh, yeah, it has a grin mode, so they call it the N grin, which I'm not sure if uh, you'd really have a grin after paying 120,000 Australian dollars for one, but anyway, it's, it's a lot of money. Uh, very expensive, but it's out there. Because the Ioniq 5 is quite, sort of ticks all the boxes anyway. Yeah. Sales should be going up compared to where they were in January. A um, few Tesla ships arriving. Actually, in New Zealand, I saw on one of the social media websites that you have the BYD Seal U has been spotted and it is getting ready for, I guess, a launch, which would be BYD's plug-in hybrid SUV slightly larger than the BYD at 03. So that's on the cards. And, and, and then just sort of industry news, I saw uh, Mercedes have a slight shift of strategy. They were going to be going pure electric by 2030, I read, but they've decided with the sort of current market conditions, they're going to move that back a few years. And the article that was in drivencarguide.co.nz said that the company now expects that only 50% of its sales will be all electric by 2030. Mercedes stated that customers and market conditions will set the pace of the transformation. So that's going to be quite interesting. Volvo in Australia has a commitment that by 2026, 100% of all their sales will be electric. So that EX30 that you drove, Adrian, is a key part of that. So that will be arriving here a bit later than New Zealand. And, you know, like that's one brand that's made the shift and is going pretty hard to make it happen. While Mercedes and others are sort of saying, oh, hold up, we're not sure what's going to happen. Uh, speaking of car companies and global news this morning uh ford not only have they cut back the production of the f-150 lightning pickup truck ute thing um in recent months now they've halted production of the 2024 f-150 lightning for an unknown issue 
Ooh. and they don't know when they will be resuming, let's say, production and deliveries. This is the second time it's happened, where I think last year they had to pause production and deliveries due to some battery fire potential risk thing, and they've done it again, and this time there's no explanation. So, look, it seems like this transition is going through a few bumps depending on which market you look at. But on so the the, uh, the topic of um, brands and money, and it's nice to work if you can get it, the... Um, the Stellantis head honcho just got a big pay increase. Yeah. Uh, according to Reuters, Stellantis Chief's annual pay package jumps 50, 56% to $39.5 I guess that's US dollars. Just Ooh. as a side, a side <laughs> <Just> thing. <laughs> which, I don't know much of the code, but no brands which include, um, was it Ram, Chrysler, Jeep. Jeep. Fiat. So um, I guess he's doing okay. Well, yeah, and it probably comes in the same week where he's very pro some of the big European companies joining forces together to develop a low-cost EV. So I think he's talking to a few of the German and European brands to basically say, you know, forget about our differences as different companies. If we want to stop the Chinese EV manufacturers from delivering quality, low-cost electric vehicles that will run rings around us. We have to basically get three companies or four large companies to merge and focus on one platform. So that reminds me of the Volkswagen Group platform, which Ford uses or Ford is going to be using in their EVs as well. So yeah, if that happens, but these these are very large companies and CEOs have got to get paid millions as you've just noted, Adrian. So I don't think that will happen anytime soon, but they have plans to basically merge and create low cost platforms to compete with the Chinese, which the Chinese manufacturers already have today. So these mm. guys have plans, but the manufacturers in China have them today. So we'll see who wins this race. Been driving anything lately? MG4X Power, um, fun car. Okay. I hope the software gets better. <laughs> but fun to drive. Very fun to drive. So I'm in Australia. It's priced at fifty nine thousand nine ninety plus on roads, which is not a bad price for a car with that sort of power. And it is it is fun to drive. I'll be curious to see what the Volvo EX30 twin power performance is like to drive but this had like the mgx power had really good like seemed like a good work done on suspension and it took turns all right it was accelerated well and yeah well, i just hope that mg improves the general software feeling of what they provide in the infotainment screens in the next generation of the car Okay, we'll leave it on that note and we'll say um, thank you, Riz, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Adrian. Always good to be on. <laughs>